Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Carl Mollison, founder and director of the Get Wisdom Project. We have a very interesting topic. It's very important. It's going to shed a light for, I think, a lot of people. It's bullying, uh, a very important topic indeed. Uh, welcome to the show, Carl. Thank you, Brian. I'm glad to be here as always. This is uh, uh, something I've felt keenly all my life and as a recipient and a witness. <laughs> More than that, you know, we all have seen it in action and uh, as we've grown up and and it, it continues all through life. And this is the thing people don't realize, that it's, it's something that becomes a kind of behavior. And to the extent people get away with it, they keep it up. And it's kind of sanctioned sometimes as people group together and little cliques. And someone who's on the outs will get bullied. And people just sort of give in to that. And it does a lot of harm, a lot of damage. So you've got this at all ages. There's workplaces where this goes on. It might be relatively subtle, just gossip maybe, or backbiting, or favoritism to exclude someone so the others can feel smug because they've got an in with the boss. And, and it's true in relationships. You know, the stories of women being oppressed or legion with tough husbands who are demanding, impatient, and uh, harsh in their interactions. And bullying of children by the parents happens and other relatives. And so it, it's a universal problem. But it it's also quite endemic, leads, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it creates lifelong problems. So we want to get into this today in a big way and get this sort of out in the open because as a healer, this is what I've devoted the effort to in being able to channel creator of all that is and get insight about how things work and how things come to be and what we can do to make things better. I've learned a lot about this subject. Indeed. Let's get right into it. So you asked creator, how serious a problem is bullying as a cause of human emotional problems? What percent of lifelong emotional illness is caused mainly by bullying? All right, and these are creator's words in answer. We see the problem of bullying being one that is almost universal when you consider that almost all acts of malevolence, meanness, mean-spirited treatment, and hypercritical conduct is a form of bullying. And so this is fully a third of all emotional illness and emotional difficulties of all levels of severity. The overall idea of human problems is one of facing the various forms of negativity that hold a person down, drag them into a lower state of being to lose confidence, lose focus, and have problems in their lives of all kinds. The classic bullying you see among school children is the most obvious and first thought people have when the subject is raised But bullying behavior is commonplace among adults as well, and again takes many forms, overt, aggressive, brutish, as well as being much more subtle and insidious, from catty behavior among females to the underhanded backbiting and sabotage of personal relationships 
and undermining of reputations carried out through gossip. That is bullying on another in another guise that is merely indirect. When you add that all together, you have approximately 50% of all human agony coming at the hands of others, acting as perpetrators directly and indirectly. This has fully integrated the various types of perpetrator, human, non-human, and spirit as causative agents. 50% of all human agony coming at the hands of others acting as perpetrators. That is, that's really sobering. Yes, and, and of course, this, this fits with our overall suspicion of humans in, in all our relationships. We're wary because we've seen bad things happen, and people have to prove themselves to us now. And there's issues of trust. There's issues of mental stability with people living with a lot of anxiety because they've been wounded. And once that happens, they're never the same until healing is accomplished. It doesn't go away. This is a big fallacy that time heals all wounds. It doesn't. It just helps them fade somewhat. But if it gets triggered again through another threat or another uh, source of stress, the wound tears open and starts hemorrhaging. And that adds to problems in the current moment. And people underappreciate how important that is. I think so. You know, I think of uh, emotional difficulty stemming from interactions with people as similar to like uh, putting stuff on a shelf in a closet and it can get pushed back by other stuff that comes in front of it, but it's still back there. You know, you may not see it. So you think it's gone, but when you clear away the stuff in front of it, there it is again. So um, that's the one thing this project has taught me is that time does indeed not heal the wounds. Yeah, and it's clear when you work on issues through the subconscious level, all those memories come up. The old memories come pouring out, and the person has to face what happened in the past, even as a young kid, because it doesn't go away. Indeed. What percent of bullying behavior or becoming a repeat victim of bullying is due to direct spirit meddler attachment influence versus past life karma becoming a recurring pattern? Okay, so here we go. We've been talking a lot in our series about both issues, that we've got dark spirits among us that corrupt people, they attach in your energy, and then they work on you in the deep level of your mind to stir up trouble. And mostly they do it through bullying. You don't know what's going on consciously. There's a layer of the mind that is disconnected from the conscious self. That is the major reason for human problems, because it leaves us so vulnerable. Also, our karmic history and things. So, let's see what Creator says. This is Creator's words now. We see this as approximately half and half. But keep in mind that the predominantly karmic influence is rarely in the absence of parallel bullying in the current life on top as a provocation and enhancer of the prior karmic disposition to experience this dynamic. And in addition, the karmic carryover is almost always the direct or indirect consequence of spirit meddler corruption of the people involved directly or in their past perpetrators, causing them to be damaged, or in their past perpetrators causing them to be damaged by carrying out acts of bullying or to be victims. 
setting them up for a karmic replay in the current lifetime. So this is a very high percentage when all the chain of participants is included in the tally. Uh, to think that, you know, it's bad enough when you got actual people that you know and interact with bullying you. But behind the scenes is untold numbers of spirit meddlers doing the same thing. Yes, and this is where it largely comes from. People are spiritual beings. They're not made to bully one another and harm one another and be mean and cruel even. And when you see this in people, something has happened to them to drag them down. It really is true. And it's mostly this dark spirit influence. They're evil beings. They work against love and light. And they know how to push a person's person's buttons, get them stirred up, push them over the edge, ramp up anger, frustration, or fear, and then people lose it, and they lose their self-control, and then that's when the bad things happen, and it just goes on from there. And you know, it'd be bad enough if all we had to worry about was other human beings, and even the spirit meddlers, but there's another party that we have to worry about, and that's the extraterrestrial alliance. So what percent, of bu- what percent of bullying behavior or becoming a repeat victim of bullying is due primarily to direct mind control manipulation by the extraterrestrial alliance? All right. And this is what Creator says about this. We would say a good 25% of people's issues attributable to bullying comes directly at the hands of the extraterrestrial alliance through subliminal programming to victimize a wide percentage of the population in raising many internal conflicts and fears, as well as ramping up hatreds and aggressive impulses. This creates new opportunities for bullying behavior and creation of more victims, depending on the nature of the influence and susceptibility of a particular person subjected to their programming messages. So this, again, is a huge source of negativity across society at multiple levels. You know. Yeah, and you can just look at our politics. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is being ginned up. What's going on right now in America is not normal where people are backbiting and finger-pointing and name-calling and shaming and without really tangible grievances that are provable. It's all supposition, innuendo, assumptions, and people are programmed to believe the other fellow is evil and out to get them and needs to be banished or even exterminated and this is this is a slippery slope so here we go you know this totally. is i mean the uh i saw an argument just this morning on facebook where you know it, it struck me how polarized society has become take abortion for instance so you got in alabama on the one hand they passed a law which says that life begins at conception and that there's no exceptions for rape or anything else and then you got New York, where you got some doctors coming out actually talking openly about making infanticide legal. So it's like you can't get more polar than that. Yeah. And, and that's just a recipe for bullying across the board. Well, and every opportunity is taken that comes up like this. And this is a deliberate manipulation. So it's just yet another source of negativity we have to contend with. We understand fully that this is bizarre seeming and 
for most people, a turnoff and a signal to them, these people are crazy and they're out of here. And, and we know we'll lose listeners when we talk about this aspect of things. But one of our charters is to bring this knowledge and awareness and information to the world because it's not being done by the mainstream. They're programmed to not go there. It's excluded. It's the same trigger. Well, anything extraterrestrial must be nuts. We can't trust these people. There's something off here. Let's move on. And, you know, so people won't be allowed on the air to talk about such things. And then at the same time, I know just this week, the uh, Pentagon announced that it is investigating unexplained aerial phenomena after all. So they're coming oh, yes. out of the closet now and talking about this. Well, we know there's a problem. They're here. They're among us. So let's not talk much more about this, Brian. We've already sure. done enough damage. <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> because this is a bigger topic, the it's idea topic. of what happens to people. And uh, we don't want to get bogged down. So so we'll go on to the next, uh, next question. Our client's daughter was in an Internet chat room, and she had someone frighten her. This was immediately followed by a spirit possession. Was this deliberately set up to make that happen to as many unwary children as possible to serve the darkness? All right. Well, this is what Creator says. This, in fact, is the case. While it seems ghastly and wildly improbable on its face, because it is a conspiracy utilizing the supernatural as an element, this, in fact, is how the interlopers operate. They are quite aware of the spirit realm and its readiness to inflict pain on humans and have a high degree of motivation. Needing the energy of human victims for their very survival, they are more than willing to be weaponized to attack even children and cause harm to them. So this is a very intentional, planned intervention on human freedom to co-opt the young and infest them with spirits that can be further controlled and manipulated by the extraterrestrial alliance to bring misery and dysfunction and not only impair the host of that attacking spirit, but all their brethren who they will allow in by virtue of undermining the energy shield of the person. And then the negativity will spread to people around them in their immediate family and others they may encounter among their friends and schoolmates in particular. This, as you know, is a major cause of bullying that is such a scourge and can leave lifelong impairment, particularly because it also leads to spirit possession by undermining the victim emotionally, and the damage is thereby compounded. There are many such attackers, and there are many traps set on the Internet for children to be ensnared, and adults as well, by all things scary that may happen. This is often the motivation behind the so-called trolls who will seemingly appear out of nowhere and attack someone on Facebook with a very nasty comment. It is designed to throw them off balance and then have a spirit attack ensue to compound the damage. It is a win for the spirit and a win for the extraterrestrial alliance to see any humans undermined in any way. So this is a very common and frequent scourge facilitated by the communication medium enjoyed by so many to the point of addiction and almost constant use. So another source of difficulty, another source of uh, 
negativity introduced courtesy of interlopers wanting to drag us down. Yes. Uh, Carl, we're, we're down to just about two minutes. Uh, do you want to, I don't know if there's time to get into the next question. Um, if you, have to, if you have to speed read it if you want to. Well, let's let's pick this up in the next uh, in the next segment because uh, we we have to um, you know get as much of this covered as we can, and this is an important one we're going to be talking about because it relates to the higher levels of violence that we see all too commonly now with shootings random shootings, acts of violence by people who are deranged, we assume, and it happens in many settings, and there are certain themes that people are motivated by seemingly, although they're not fully in balance to take it to such extremes. But we have the school shooters, we have the ones who go in and shoot up a synagogue or another house of worship. We have attacks in business settings where we have disgruntled employees who have agreements and they come in and just shoot up the place as though that would somehow make up for what they've lost and make things better. And it ends up with them in prison for the rest of their lives often. So they're the losers, but this is orchestrated to happen. And this is one of the hardest things to swallow for people because it sounds so bizarre. I but it does an of, explain it. I think there's an element of programming involved, of course, with this. This very yeah. idea that I'm going to teach them a lesson. It's the underpinnings of revenge, the whole the whole behavior. And that's a programmed belief because yes. it's actually not true. It doesn't really fix anything. But, boy, people surely believe that it will. Yes. Well, and this is the, uh, the hidden hand at work. They can program beliefs into people. And make them do almost anything if the person's vulnerable. So they do find someone who is a little inclined to be, you know, outspoken or aggressive in their manner and in their emotions, more anger based, for example. And that's the kind of person they can push into doing uh, an act involving firearms. And a gentle soul, not so much. They they can intimidate them and terrify them, but not get them to go and shoot up a place. So okay. they, they pick their victim. Indeed. So we're going to continue this conversation right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. 
get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment. If you've been following our show here at Get Wisdom, you know we have a lot of information to pack into a small period, small amount of time, so we're going to continue with that vein right away. Uh, the next question for creator was, was the killing of 10 people done by the Santa Fe, Texas high school shooter due to the effects of bullying exacerbated by spirit meddler attachments alone, or was this orchestrated by the extraterrestrial alliance primarily via mind control? All right, so here's creator's answer and explanation for this heinous crime. As you saw intuitively, this was an interesting example of predominantly spirit meddler interference and corruption internally. This was accomplished, this was accompanied by much bullying from the individuals around him, including teachers as well as fellow students. This created the personal animus towards both, and it's why he chose the school setting to act out his anger. This acting out was instigated by the spirit meddler attachments who egged him on and convinced him he had every right to seek vengeance and that he could show them the error of their ways and gain retribution for the deep, deep hurt he felt within. Of course, there were other components as well operating here. The deep hurt he felt was largely karmic in origin, having had difficulty in prior lifetimes. To set him up as the loner who was the subject of abuse and neglect, as well as falling into bad influence from spirit attachments, as well as some violent behavior they induced, causing further problems for him and adding to his karmic burdens. So in the current life, when he was bullied by spirits yet again, and then by people around him, this did awaken the karmic roots to add to the problem. The spirit meddlers at this point know full well that the extraterrestrial alliance prizes their actions when they can induce a violent act of this kind to be committed by someone they possess. So they will strive to do this whenever there is a good opportunity. In most cases, it results in hostile behavior acted out on the people around the individual, but not leading to a mass murder. That is rare, fortunately. But there are a very large number of people with the mix of inner sensitivity, with past history of being downtrodden, who also have a karmic past of being involved in violent action as an outlet for their frustrations. And so there are many powder kegs awaiting the lighting of a fuse. 
So here's an answer to this mystery that people struggle with every day. Why is this going on? Why are there so many crazies running around with guns? And of course, everyone looks to gun control that this is going to be the big answer for society. Well, there's millions and millions of guns already out there. And people will find a way to be savage and violent using anything at hand. You know, they oh, can yeah, use they want to knives. They want yeah. to outlaw knives in Great Britain. You know, it's like good yeah, luck with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get a gallon of gas and throw it into a schoolroom or something. I mean, I'm not trying to hear to educate you on how to go I mean, about this. You can this, kill but... somebody with a big pen. You know, it. You know, or your bare hands. It's, there's so many ways, but yeah. we don't want it. You're so, right. We want it. Let's get on to the next question, Carl. Yeah. Uh, this, some people. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we need a spiritual solution for this, and that's where we're heading here. Indeed. Some people really seem to walk around with a target painted on them. Can you explain to us the mechanism through which bullies seem to have such an uncanny ability to find previous victims of bullying? All right. This is what Creator says, because we're going to get the mechanistic explanation. This is widely attributed to be the fault of the victim in conveying through their body language they are a weakling and are timid and vulnerable and radiating fear in some way or another. These are possible factors in a particular situation. The radiating of fear is more profound than people realize. It is a similar mechanism through which animals appear to smell fear in a would-be human victim they may prey on or attempt to harm. This is a combination of factors creating a negative energetic signature. Each person has a personal thought plane into which their thoughts are sent as energy that persists. This thought plane is what people tune into when entering a room and getting a sense of the person present as having a particular vibration or vibe as it is commonly described. That vibration is the energetic signature of a buildup in negativity contributed by the person's own negative self-talk, their own self-condemnation, their own self-criticisms. This accumulates in the way of what is termed thought forms. As thoughts are literally things, packets of energy with content that reflects energetically the nature of what was expressed. With this buildup of negativity, a person with dark inner thoughts will self-label themselves as being unworthy, as being vulnerable and fearful of attack. This indeed is like raising a red flag to a bull, so to speak, and will encourage anyone with a leaning towards bullying of others to give them a close look to see if there is a way to exploit the situation to their liking. At the same time, the thought plane is the entry point for all dark thoughts and opinions about the person generated by other people around them. These are mostly ordinary and quite common causes simply representing the dislike cases that simply represent the dislike that might be generated by peers when someone is withdrawn and their personal vulnerability and unworthiness from their self-labeling are on display. Or in some cases, there may also be very high-level psychic attacks that are simply a dark intention that is purposeful and intends to cause harm directly with knowing a forethought. 
most individuals want to avoid such persons so as not to be associated with them and thereby lumped in with someone unworthy and perhaps become a bullying victim themselves. So they may well, in the bargain, pile on without realizing this has a real consequence as their negativity about that hapless victim adds to the problem by pouring negativity into the person's thought plane projected to them as a psychic attack. In addition to the effect of the person themselves and any other people who know them and cast aspersions, onboard spirit meddlers will both contribute negativity by taunting the bullying victim as well as engineer an orchestrated campaign of negative attacks by communicating to the spirit meddler attachments of other people around the victim host, inviting them to join the party and rain a cascade of negative thoughts and attacking opinions at the victim to make things worse. All of this serves onboard spirit attachments because of the consequences of the dark emotions being ginned up. It is these combinations of sources of negativity that people read intuitively when encountering a serious bullying victim who will be quite raw and may generate a powerful, unpleasant vibration, causing most people to steer around them, but for bullies to spring into action. And this may well inspire a fresh attack by total strangers. So I have clients like this who I help with healing and they have a bullying history and they'll have trouble wherever they go. People will pound on them. People will assault them. People will shun them. People will go out of their way to pick on them. And this is the dynamic. It's an energetic read that this is somebody who needs pounding (laughs) and people will rise to the bait. You know, what just occurred to me is that this could explain some mob behavior. You know, where negativity gets started and then dark spirit attachments gin up the people around them and they join in. Yes, yes. So that's another layer of bullying going on behind the scenes, almost like the people become puppets on a string and the the bullying spirits within them gin all this up. Wow. They increase rage and anger and increase fear and and get everyone going and, and get them all amped up to interact darkly with one another and it escalates so yes this is a mob trigger and this is the gasoline on the fire and you know a lot of people wonder what causes mob behavior you know because normally people are you know pretty even keeled but get them into a mob and suddenly they turn into monsters this is opposite explanation for that yes yes absolutely but there's consequences and we need to focus on that so you ask creator, what are the karmic consequences for bullies if their behavior is not reined in? All right, and this is what creator teaches about this. In the same way that a bullying victim may face repeated episodes of torment at the hands of many such perpetrators, a bully may be compelled by karma to repeat their errors And this, too, will be recorded for all of time in the Akashic Records. And karma will recreate opportunities to set them on the same path once again in future lifetimes. The purpose is to be aware of the inclination, but resist the temptation 
and find ways to heal oneself so as not to repeat the mistake. The consequences for the perpetrator are much greater than for the victim. Whereas a victim might have one or two or several lifetimes of re-victimization to contend with, if healing is not received early along, a bully may have 10 times that level of difficulty to face, both opportunities and temptations to bully others yet again, as well as lifetimes of victimization seen to by the law of karma to put them in the shoes of the victim to experience personally what it is like to cause pain to others who are helpless in fending off their attacker. This can go on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. For bullies who have the tables turned and are now victims of bullies themselves, karma is relentless in seeking a restoration of balance, even at the expense of those who do wrong, as they are the only source of a compensatory energy. What they take away must be put back, and it must come from them in order to count. The only exceptions occur through divine grace as a consequence of prayer requests and magnanimous acts of forgiveness by victims to forgive their perpetrators. And that can help greatly to minimize the consequences for even greater suffering by the perpetrators themselves. It may not be sufficient to totally absolve them, but this is a beautiful way to right the wrongs of history through forgiveness of the perpetrator to allow their healing, the victim will heal themselves. So this is not a selfless act of a professional victim, yet again sacrificing themselves and gaining nothing in return. It is, in fact, an act of wisdom to forgive one's enemies because that is, in ultimate sense, the best defense and source of restorative healing that will be launched as a consequence of this divine act. You know, I think that last paragraph is especially profound and important. You know, it talks about the power of forgiveness. You know, one thing that occurs to me is that karma is relentless and, you know, it talks about energy balancing, restoring and all that. It's a law. We've talked about that in the past. But forgiveness is something that's not owed to anybody. It's an act of grace. Uh, it's, a, it's a truly um, a judgment call on both the person who's doing the forgiving as well as on the part of the divine realm. Yeah, it's a judgment of greatness, a judgment of divinity in action rather than a punishment or a punitive act. It is a forgiveness in the sense of offering love to come back into the equation finally and restore everyone involved. That's a different kind of thing than just sort of bowing to the greater power and hoping to get some relief where you sort of give in and give up and then they take even more from you. You know, you've finally been beaten down and then it's obvious and on record. And this is a different thing. This is rising above the difficulty, going above the fray and saying, all right, I can let go of this. And that is an act of godliness coming through the person. You know, forgiveness is an act of strength, not an act of weakness. Absolutely. I believe that. Yeah, and it takes a lot to do it. 
And it takes being at a high level spiritually to do it. It's something certainly worth pursuing, but people need to, I think, understand the rationale behind it. And that's what this project is helping to bring forward, is truly what the power of forgiveness actually is. And the fact that you're giving nothing away, you're actually providing a powerful healing influence that's going to impact both yourself and your perpetrator. And we have to raise everybody up. We've talked about that multiple times in this project. Yeah, it's, it's easier to heal by healing the perpetrator than the self. And this is the problem with forgiveness, that it's hard to implement by someone who suffers. So there's often a need for some healing first. And this is what people usually experience. They recover somewhat before they're ready to forgive. So this is only human and only natural. So people need help. And so healing is very, very important to bring to the situation because everyone will benefit then. And the divine can raise up the perpetrator and do that without anyone else getting involved. And that's the beauty and the the majestic thing about divine intervention. Anything is possible with the divine in action. Indeed. This thing about forgiveness, we'll have to explore this, is the bullying is very, very hard thing to forgive if you're the recipient of it. Um, so that, that victim being stuck requiring healing and ongoing intervention is something that's very important. It's something that we can help with. Yes, with the Lightworker Healing Protocol, you were saying this is uh, what we use as a healing tool. And we've got a lot of information and support from the divine realm. And other techniques as well to help with these difficult situations. We're going to comment on this in our next segment because it's important to come to grips with solutions and answers. Indeed. We're uh, coming up uh, less than a minute to go here. If we don't have a healing solution, then we're going to continue in the same pattern. It's pretty clear. This is what's gone on all through history. So we need to move in a better direction, in a new direction. And we need help with this. Society isn't coping adequately through teaching principles that solve human behavior problems. It's more about administration, control, policing, and so forth. But that's kind of like the... The end game, the end consequence of when things have broken down. We need to prevent the breaking down in the first place. Well, we're going to talk more about bowling in the next segment. We'll be back right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. 
Our weekly webinars featured the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the last episode of Get Wisdom. Uh, We're talking about bullying. And it's important to realize that bullying leaves more open wounds than scars that heal over. And these can affect a person adversely, even to shorten their life. In that regard, we're going to talk some examples of uh, clients that you've dealt with, Carl. And one of them, you asked creator, is our client, and we're, we're holding names here, suffering from dementia related to the karmic history of being criticized relentlessly, exacerbated by her onboard hybrid lost soul spirit attachment, boy, there's a mouthful, who was a hypercritical and bullying relative in several past lifetimes. And creator answers the question as follows. These are creator's words. This is all true and very much the story behind her loss of cognitive function. This example nicely illustrates why someone would choose to leave the scene of their life and become detached, even from loved ones around them. Here is an individual who otherwise has an enviable life, but is living with endless inner torment, courtesy of her karma, and the presence of a previous tormentor, whose spirit resides within her and now hounds her relentlessly at a deep subconscious level. Who would not want to flee such circumstances? Now that the spirit has been removed, there are possibilities of improvement and reversal of this condition. This you can provide through subconscious channeling exactly as you offered in discussing this with her family member. This is not an exaggeration and is not beyond your reach at all. She would be an excellent candidate. Moreover, she would show benefits within a reasonable span of time with regard to time and money invested. This, in fact, is why you were chosen as this meeting was arranged by Divine Realm, so there would be an opportunity for a win-win. So here we go. This is the story of dementia. It is a choice made by a part of the mind to check out, to leave the scene. And it's often the buildup of negativity lifelong, much of which comes from bullying in various ways, various guises. So there's a piling on that goes on throughout the life. Yes. And so there's a deep healing need here. Indeed. 
Uh, another question you had for Creator, will the dementia of our client lessen from doing subconscious channeling in addition to the soul reset already requested during her Lightworker Healing Protocol session? Okay, so this is getting a little technical, but it illustrates the point. There are solutions even to improve something like dementia. So this is what Creator says. This is very much the case and will not be a huge undertaking. This will show that even something like dementia, which seems to be the consequence of years, if not decades, of growing pathology and irreversible changes in the brain itself, can be reversed with no greater difficulty than any other physical malady that has been brought about through the energy and workings of karma. While some are, in fact, easier than others because of the nature of the damage and the type of tissue involved, this is something that is more accessible than less. Because it affects the mind, it is possible to make rapid gains if the mind is simply redirected in a positive fashion. Whereas a defect in cellular chemistry in a deep tissue with no sensation or no perception possible by the conscious self and the emotions keeps it hidden and makes it less acceptable to manipulation and shaping a positive change through consciousness directly. So you have a green light here in our full support to bring this about. You know, the interesting thing about this is it talks about um, the nature of the damage being karmic as, as well as mental and that that's easily accessible. And, you know, a lot of diseases, a lot of difficulties that are very treat medi- very difficult to treat medically can have these underpinnings, which we're saying here with Lightworker Healing Protocol, you can access and actually make a difference with. Yes, and this, this is something we need to get across to the world. There is a way to heal your karma, even the karma created through other lifetimes, And this is what the protocol is designed to do. So we're going to talk in a little more detail about what this offers. Indeed. Can you comment on the ways in which the Lightworker Healing Protocol is effective in helping bullying victims? Okay. This is what Creator says about this. There are many levels to the difficulty bullying victims face. This history creates fresh trauma in each attack that will persist as negative energy within the person's thoughts, and their emotions will feed encouragement to attackers, making things worse and worse over time. This accumulation of negativity, as it builds up, not only labels the person as a victim, but creates a further dilemma by amplifying the consequences through recruiting others to exploit the situation and add their own grief in the bargain. The Lightworker Healing Protocol attends not only to the energetic level of this dilemma, but also deep karmic underpinnings that may fuel it as well. It is often the case that bullying victims have a karmic legacy from previous serious encounters with attackers, and this can often extend into prior lifetimes in which they were bullied similarly. This history will, through the wheel of karma, return to the person in a new incarnation and increase the likelihood they'll be challenged and attacked yet again and then must find a way to overcome this liability or things will worsen as the karmic trauma will pile on and make a current situation come into being and then worsen it 
by being added into the mix all along the way. It may end up being the case that multiple memories from multiple lifetimes are reawakened and add further negativity into the awareness of the deep subconscious mind of the victim. And this will greatly magnify the consequences of any current bullying that takes place, as well as being a major magnet to attract dark spirit manipulators and human bullies as well. It adds greatly to the person's vulnerability. The karmic underpinnings of bullying will receive multiple types of healing from a session with the Lightworker Healing Protocol. This is what it is designed to address, the deep karma and its roots as a cause of illness and emotional discord in the current lifetime. Courtesy of the way the universe operates to always require a rebalancing for anything thrown out of alignment. When a bully attacks someone, it creates a karmic dance between the two, and both bully and victim may be drawn to one another in a subsequent incarnation and find one another again. To resume the bullying drama and add to the karmic consequences by compounding the negativity needing to be healed, this can grow in lifetime after lifetime unless healing intervenes. This is why the Lightworker Healing Protocol is an especially useful tool and a true blessing for humanity. For there is literally no other way to achieve this deep healing with the length and breadth of reach provided by divine healing it initiates. It has a number of sophisticated techniques for addressing all the energetic consequences from dissolving energetic courtings of victims with their perpetrators that pull them together like a magnet, to the clearing and cleansing of the personal thought plane, as well as the Akashic records of all that has happened with these trauma events in lifetime after lifetime, as well as the tuning into the collective unconscious, which can attract similar negativity. If the person is focusing on their own personal dilemma, and finds their way to a repository of the feelings of many other victims, this will confound things and worsen the life experience and add to the healing burden. The Lightworker Healing Protocol influences all of these levels, in addition to which it removes the psychic attacks and negative thought forms at their source, which contributes to maintaining the negative energetic signature of the bullying victim. And outreach is made always to the perpetrators who have contributed to causing trauma in the first place. This is actually the best way to obtain healing for these types of consequences. If the bullies who are the perpetrators receive healing, that will undo the consequences of their interaction with the victim. And healing will be obtained automatically and will be more effective and thorough by starting with the perpetrators. This again, only the divine realm can do and is an important benefit of the Lightworker Healing Protocol in dealing with human problems of all kinds. Wow, there's so, so, so much there. Um, but a lot of it's pretty deep and intertwined and perhaps kind of goes over people's heads because there's a lot of technical jargon in there as well. But really at the end of the day, the Lightworker Healing Protocol is a long series of prayer requests that's basically asking for divine intervention to fix these problems. 
Yes, and that specificity gives it its power because we know what to ask for. And part of the problem with getting divine help is that people are still woefully ignorant of what they need, what's truly going on and why. And this is a test of us. Will we learn and grow in our awareness so we can be smarter and better in knowing what is needed and how to ask and approach the divine realm to get it? If we're helpless, the divine realm has to allow that because they see that as a choice we're making. That's a lot different than somebody, you know, doing everything they can to figure things out and ask and ask and learn about the source of things and work on it from many different standpoints. Those are the people who get assistance. And it's like is said in scriptures, you know, the, the Lord helps those who help themselves. And this is part of what you can do in getting experts to come in who know how to navigate and interact with the divine realm on your behalf. And that's a big part of the success of doing this work is having someone who is dispassionate and has a high belief quotient as well. That can make a huge difference. Most people are shaky in their beliefs. And the divine realm has to factor that in, unfortunately. It sounds well, cruel, but it is one of the burdens we have to well, cultivate I mean, our faith. Most people don't realize, and to my extent, before I got involved with this project, I probably didn't realize it to the fullest extent either, that you have to be specific about what you're asking for to get positive powerful results in return if you're nebulous if you're broad in your your request that that energetic response is going to be spread out over too much territory and it's not going to have the the pinpoint effect that you're really looking for yeah it's it's kind of analogous to what you might get from the medical system if you've got a pain and you go in and complain they may or may not be able to see fully where it's coming from but they can give you a painkiller. They can give you things that are more of a Band-Aid. So if you say a prayer to the Almighty and say, I'm hurting, you know, heal me. Make, me, make me whole, make me well again. Well, you might get some symptomatic relief, maybe for a time, but not forever. And the problem, the deep problem is still there and maybe worsening below your awareness, but you may get some symptom relief as a divine grace given to you. That's a good analogy, but it's a, but it's a little different in the sense of the divine, because if you go to, you know, a doctor and you say, I hurt, but I can't pinpoint where that hurt is. The doctor doesn't know where that pain is. Whereas if you go to the, the divine and you say, I hurt, the divine knows where that pain is. But unfortunately, there's rules constraining the divine to intervene unless you ask for treatment of the pain. You kind of, the task is for you to find your own pain, unfortunately, and then be well, able to, to break it down and, all, you know, and then heal it in a, in a detailed fashion. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't make up these rules. So <laughs> my, my, my role is to explain what I'm learning here. And this, these are the rules of the road. And this is what Creator explains is going on and explains why things are imperfect. Yes, Creator knows all. Creator can make everything perfect. 
But that's not the point of life. The point of life is for us to become independent and see what we can do when we're in charge. And part of that is growing more wisdom to understand things more fully and to have better answers and high-level solutions for things. And we drifted away from our connection to the divine, and that's one arena where it really comes back to hurt us. Indeed. That we can't heal things well on our own. Sorry, Carl, we're out of time. Uh, check us out at GetWisdom.com, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 